0: Jewish Board talk with Sharif Zeffert.
1: The Holocaust will be like a picnic when we're done with all you Zionists. The tweet continues, but I can't read it because there are too many expletives, which uh, I couldn't mention on a respectable station like KFM. But they were not the only comments that were made against the Jewish community. The Jewish Board of Deputies laid three charges against three separate individuals. And to talk more about it, I have Sean Zagnoff and David Sachs. Sean, what do you think is happening within the community at the moment?
2: Sharice, um, thank you, and thank you for having me on your show. It's uh, an honor to be here. Um, I think that um, you know what what gave rise to the recent incidents, I believe, is a show of intolerance with the Sashinaidu incident. Um, As uh, many people would know, Sachin Naidu made comments uh, in support of Israel and against Hamas. Uh, That resulted in a barrage of criticism against her. And as everybody I'm sure knows, her life was threatened and her livelihood was also challenged. Um, As a result, she was um, uh, forced to retract. And in in our view, that was an extreme show of intolerance and uh, breakdown of freedom of expression. Um, it's no coincidence, in our view, that uh, very soon thereafterwards, there were very, very virulent anti-Semitic tweets and social media statements of a kind that we don't often see, or let me say, uh, you know, it does occur periodically, but the extent of the uh, the inflammatory nature of this is is reasonably unprecedented in, in the recent past. Um, So these are the kind of things that that often happen. Intolerance leads to hate speech, and uh, an often uh, inevitable outcome is that if that isn't checked, if that isn't contained, it could lead to violent action and increased intolerance. So we see um, these events as as having occurred. Uh, We believe that they're at the early stages, sufficiently early that we can nip it in the bud, and that is our intention. Our intention is to use the full might of the law to go after these people to show them that uh, they cannot they cannot pursue this type of agenda, and um, there are consequences for breaking the law because in our view this is a clear uh, breach of the law uh, this borders this in fact is criminal uh, a criminal action that they 've um, engaged in. And uh, the law protects us. Our constitution protects us, and we're going to rely on our constitution, and we're not going to allow the very um, fragile nature of our society to be compromised by people who are pursuing an agenda which is so hateful.
1: We have to, believe it or not, take our first break. Um, But after the break, we'll look at the charges that have been laid against these individuals.
0: Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert.
1: And I'm talking to the National Chairman of the Jewish Board of Deputies, Sean Zagnoff, and my colleague David Sachs, Associate Director. Um, Charges have been laid, and criminal charges, I'm guessing, are the kind of the harshest that you can put... uh, David, you're looking at me? Yeah? Yeah. Right. No, is that correct? Criminal charges are the harshest charges that you can lay against somebody Uh, for this kind uh, of... Well, yes, uh, uh,
0: uh, Look, in other cases, we would go maybe to the Human, Human Rights Commission or to the Equality Court. But there, the, 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 these are criminal proceedings. Uh, a guilty party would be required to, uh, to apologize and maybe pay a fine. But in this case, uh, if, I, if found guilty, they would, ha- they would get a criminal record at the very least and perhaps be uh, sent to jail, as
2: Vicky Momberg was.
1: Is that what we're hoping for, Sean?
2: We're um, we hoping to stop this kind of behavior. And uh, people, the general public, and certainly the anti Semites out there, need to understand that there would be consequences for statements that they make. They cannot just freely make statements that are harmful and potentially dangerous to any community, any minority community. So in a sense, uh, we're not just protecting the Jewish community, we're protecting any minority group that has the threat of being uh, persecuted in any fashion. So uh, we we don't seek vengeance. It's not revenge, this. but seeking justice, and it's seeking to set an example and to stop this kind of behavior immediately, because um, if it continues, as I said earlier, there could be more far-reaching consequences. So we want to uh, nip it in the bud and deal with it as harshly as we possibly can, and we think that these statements are deserving. Of the process that we're following.
1: We'll look at the statements in a moment, but before we do that, um, you, you're talking about minority rights, Sean. And two weeks ago, the Jewish Board of Deputies issued a statement also condemning Julius Malema's comments against the Indian community. Yes,
0: and you wrote about it. In the, uh,
1: and uh, yes. So, um, Sean, why do you think minorities are being picked on? Is it just an easy target?
2: Um, uh, Charisse I think we're going to see a lot of interesting dynamics in the run up to the national elections in 2019 Um, and um, we're going to see populist talk we're going to see um, policies being promoted that uh, that favor certain groups because the various political parties out there seeking to garner support. Um, for whatever reason, uh, Julius Malema, as we know, has embarked on a, a very carefully thought-through strategy to secure a, a voting base, and part of that appears to be a um, an approach to, of, of isolating certain minority groups, um, and uh, the inevitable consequence of that is that people start believing that it is legitimate to challenge minority groups. And therefore, um, you know, when it starts happening to one minority group, the inevitable consequence is that it will then, uh, there'll be a follow-on effect, a knock-on effect, and other minority groups also have the, the the probability of being challenged as well. So haters of specific minority groups wait for other minority groups to be challenged, and then they see it as being now legitimised.
1: Do you know what I found so interesting is that one of the the tactics used by the BDS is to shut up anybody who disagrees with them, and to publicly do that to uh, Sashi, you would think would encourage other people not to talk out. But I just want to share with you that I have had so many calls from ordinary South Africans who have said to me, Sharice, how do I join the Jewish Board of Deputies? Because I, as a South African, want to help support you and Israel. So it's just amazing what has come out and how sometimes these kind of pushbacks can result in a pushing the opposite
2: direction. Yeah, Sharice, yeah. yeah. uh, I can also perhaps contribute to that in that um, I've uh, had the benefit of having a few interviews with the radio, on radio and TV. And, um, you know, given the left-leaning nature of media, the liberal nature of media, they often have a hostile component to them. I would say that all the interviews that I've had over the past week have all been extremely supportive of our cause. They've recognized that what's happened is unacceptable to our society. So there's a lot of resonance amongst broader South Africa to address this this matter. What, what we're hoping for and what we think is a legitimate request is that government takes a very strong view against this kind of uh, conduct. Uh, to date, uh, it's been, we think, a muted reaction from government. We've seen one statement come out that was um, not sufficiently explicit in our view or su- sufficiently condemnatory. But um, we, we believe that all all forces, all faith-based groups and all uh, poli- political groups and governments should come out on force to so protect their rights.
1: It's basically calling on all South Africans. David, can we look at some of the charges that were laid and the, the kinds of the comments? Obviously, we can't repeat them. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike
0: the Jewish report who wrote it out in full.
1: That's okay.
0: <laughs> if you say so. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Sean's quite right that uh, in in, in at least two of the cases, the Sashi Naidu uh, debacle was a direct trigger uh, for what happened on one of the WhatsApp groups. Uh, When the Naidu thing was introduced into a forum that had nothing to do with with, uh, the Middle East but was kind of hijacked – and uh, then steps were taken by the administrator to say enough of this. We're, we're discussing, they <laughs> discussing the spying, selling of shoes. As it happens, that was what. Uh, uh, whereupon, two individuals specifically joined the group. Uh, joined the group then and there for the specific purpose of uh, uh, laying uh, of, of of posting um, hate speech of a very extreme nature.
1: And um, so they came on. They said the the point about both those comments, David, is that they were intimidating of the Jewish community, mm-hmm. as well as the third person, um, Mat- Matome.
0: Yes, uh, the, uh, we've, the the charges. Uh, there's been one charge laid against all three individuals. So there's
1: one charge. So they're all being charged together uh, as one. As but as it's one. important
0: to distinguish between the the third, uh, Mat- the Matome Letswalo, who was uh, uh, sent a whole lot of. Tweets. Uh, r- whereas the other two individuals sent uh, one bad tweet uh, each, bad enough. Uh, Letswana sent a whole a whole uh, range of of, of
1: uh, horrible uh, tweets.
0: Horrible tweets. Threatening tweets. Of, tweets. But really. I am going to shoot you. I'm not your. You know, I'm not your ordinary native. You watch out today, but, That's a direct quote. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, and and so on. Yeah.
1: So it's one charge.
0: It's one charge, but uh, against and these two And the
1: charge is a hate speech charge.
0: Uh, it is criminal injuria and. Intimidation, both and of them. Intimidation. So these are crimin- uh, We are going to lay um, we, next week. We're going to the Equality Court as well, um, which is to lay the same. You can you can lay charges in both forums, and we intend doing so.
1: Right, and what is the next step?
0: Well, now it's in the. As I say, the the the, the legal process has been set in motion, and uh, and we wait. It's not going to happen overnight. These these cases, at best, they, even in in good, <laughs> they take. Um, Quite a few months. I don't know how long, long the Vicky Monberg case took. but I
1: think it was you, about two years, wasn't it? Um, or less? No,
2: less. Uh, no, it was less time, um, but we've been assured by our legal advisers that they're going to do whatever they can to expedite this matter. Yeah. So we, we're hopeful that by the end of this year uh, th- that it would be reasonably far advanced. But again, it's a, a lot of the process is out of our hands.
0: And, what, and by the way, it's not, that's not a bad thing uh, for, to have a criminal charge hanging over you month after month after month. It's not nice. Um, uh, it, it's, it's something at the back of your mind the whole time. I, it's, it's, it's fine. Drag it
2: out.
1: Uh, Sean, did you want to add something?
2: No, no. I, I think that uh, this is the, the, the hardest censure that we can deploy that the law allows. Uh, it's, it's, the most, uh, the, it's the furthest that we've gone in terms of uh, pursuing individuals. And, um, you know, we are protected by the law. So our, our, our uh, lawyers have told us that this is a worthwhile case. So we're not going to pursue this with the likelihood of failure. We, we, we're very confident of our success. And we're very confident that this is going to set an example yeah. for people out there. You don't want to be called a criminal.
1: No, and uh, I was. You, record, uh, you you're kind of always nervous when you go into Twitter at the best of times. But I have noticed that uh, since Mr. Matoma has moved off Twitter, it has been quite quiet. So maybe it is already an indication that people do not want to face a criminal charge for.
2: Mm. Yeah, and I think it's, what's very important for us, Charisse, is that um, this is this is publicized. The fact that we engaging in this process is becomes widely known, because that will act, in our view, as a deterrent.
1: And of course, the main core function of the Jewish Board of Deputies is, is to protect the Jewish community. So we're certainly standing up to our mandate. Yes.
0: Yeah, uh, as, as Sean says, people not only must we lay charges, people must know that we've laid charges. And of course, that was why we, uh, you and I, of course, I said, put together that in the press statement, which is can be read on the board's uh, Facebook post, uh, uh, Facebook site.
2: Just um, add one more thing. I mean, the community is outraged. The Jewish community, correctly so. Mm. Um, and, and, um, you know, there have been different views as to what we should do. We believe that this is the most extreme course of action that we can take. We would welcome input from others if if there are alternative uh, approaches. But in the constraints of the law and our constitution, this is what we should be doing and this is what we are doing.
1: And perhaps kind of in closing, David and Sean, we can just kind of also reassure our community that while there was like these kind of five separate uh, yeah. incidents within a few days separate. it's not yeah. uh, we're certainly not a community under threat we don't have the antisemitism that other countries experience on a daily basis i don't know, I don't know
0: if, no, that that is true it's important not to over uh, to overreact and panic um, there's
1: no uh, need for
0: panic. I think we can feel uh, concerned about the deteriorating uh, uh, tone and uh, of public discourse, and it's it's not just obviously the the Jews who are in the in the firing
2: line, but uh, all all South Africans, Indians, uh, uh, Coloureds, uh, Blacks, Whites. Right to that as well, David. I think that we we take for granted our environment here in South Africa. We live in an extremely accommodating and benign environment for Jews. Uh, one of the best environments globally for Jewish um, way of life. And, uh, you know, obviously, when when we see it potentially being threatened, we react immediately. But if we contrast ourselves to Jewish communities around the world, we are in very good shape. Um, You know, there have been calls in Australia and Israel that, that, you know, we have to evacuate Jews from South Africa. And that's an absurdity, a complete absurdity. Our situation here is very good. And we want to ensure that it remains good. We acknowledge that there, there could be potential threats. But at this point in time, they're really capable of being contained.
1: Well, I'd like to thank both of you for coming in and for sharing your thoughts. And wish you a Shabbat Shalom. I know it's been a rough week out there, so Hi. enjoy. Thank you.
0: Jeez. Thanks, so much you. Welcome.